Hey there. My name's Patrick Hakes. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. And like everybody else in Nashville, I make music, I record music, I help other people record their music, and I love the studio process. How I made this record is my love letter to that process. We start with the crummy demos, the tracking of the instruments, mixing, and then the final version of the song. If you need to reach me, you can email me at howimadethisrecord at gmail.com. These first five episodes will feature my band, Steadiest Kite, and our newest EP, It's Pretty Out Here. You can get Steadiest Kite's music on iTunes and anywhere you stream your music. The second song on the EP is called Bullseye Heart, and what you're hearing in the background now is the full version. I had originally made a demo of it that was really just me and a couple of electrics and some background vocals. It sounded like this. Very stripped down, sounds kind of jazzy. The main riff, the ba-da-da-da-da-da, and the verse riff are kind of something that I use to tell a story that's got space in it. So instead of having a thousand notes playing at once, sometimes the song might call for space. And I think both the verse and that intro riff are kind of calling for that. It's about trying to relate to people around you and not being able to do that. And um, how you can really miss out on relationships with people and how awesome life can be. Let yourself look around and see the people close to you that care about you and that you care about. If we stay with the demo and you listen to the chorus, I ended up eventually really changing the chorus. I didn't like it. I thought it was too heavy-handed. The chorus went from that version, which is an in-your-face lyric, to a more subtle lyric and a much more in-your-face musical bed. Tony Haradia, the drummer, took the demo that we've been listening to and that you hear now, and he threw these drums on there, I think just recorded with his phone or something. She isn't what she asked for. 
you can hear the performance is almost the same as it is on the EP. But these drums are the actual recording of the drums that we used for the EP without the processing. On the kit, it was, again, in my lovely live room, which is kitchen slash dining room. We had a kick mic, snare under, snare top, and then instead of using two overheads on this track, I used a mono overhead. And you might be wondering why. And the answer is because I screwed up the phase with the overheads. When we tracked this, what it was just me and Tony in a room thrashing around playing. So somewhere between takes, the overhead mics got bumped. And then probably 10 feet away, there was a room mic. And here are the drums processed. It was a great performance on the kit, so with processing, all I wanted to do was get rid of as much mud as I can and find a good ambience that fit the song. I used a kick sample, tucked it in there. I used a snare sample and tucked it in. And I used a lot of room mic automation in the chorus and in the verses to make sure the right vibe was there. What you're hearing now is the dry bass track. It's pretty lame. It's just a DI into a Great River preamp. And I have this old bass my dad gave me last year. It's a like a 1978 Les Paul recording bass. It's amazing. But the strings always sound a little dead. So I ended up running it through an amp, which sounded like this. And that just sounds like garbage. But when you take the DI and the dirty track and you tuck them in together like this. This is a lot more round and fat sounding. It's still got that dirt. It works with the track and when you tuck it in with the rest of the instruments, you don't hear that nasty buzzing. This is the dry keyboard sound, and for this I used a lot of distortion going in, so I just tracked with it, and it just plays the same chord that the guitars are playing. It was kind of boring, so I ended up making it more of a pad with a Valhalla plugin. That's what you hear now. And then I wanted some kind of cool effect for the second verse, so I took that chord and flipped it around. Again, using Valhalla Uber Mod to add some space. What you're hearing now is a really crappy $8 mic I got off eBay. I think it's the Sony F98. And I wanted to tuck it in behind everything else that's going on in the verse. The mic was probably 10 feet away. I think I might have had it even pointed directly at a wall so it just gets room sound.
The other thing to talk about with guitars is going to be what happens in the bridge. Here they are, dry without any processing. I tracked them with the delay and the phaser effect. I felt like they needed a little bit more, so I added some in-the-box verb and delay. You can tell I also added some in-the-box dirt. And hey can be an art Hello, goodbye is like a dagger and a cloak These are the dry vocals. And they close It's a good performance, but it's a little lacking. It doesn't have that much energy. So I doctored it up with some delay and some EQ. And hey can be an art Much better, right? Hello, goodbye is like a dagger and a cloak and they close down the bar Let the right ones in This part, I wanted to do some cool vocal throws and give it some space. So when there's no singing, you hear this explosion and it blooms. When the lights go down The good ones always stick around Here is the final version of Bullseye Heart by Steadiest Kite.
If you like this podcast, then you should absolutely check out Song Exploder, which is similar to this and actually inspired me to make my podcast. And if you're a recording geek, which I'm assuming you are since you made it this far, you need to check out Liz Shaw's podcast, Recording Studio Rockstars. There's a ton of good advice, awesome interviews with professionals who do this for a living, and Liz is just an all-around cool guy. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave me a positive review. Thanks again. See you at the next song.